So we're here. This is the first episode of Come At Me, an extremely important podcast with a slightly sexual name. Um, Ooh, I love it. <laughs> I'm Riley. I'm here with Kindred. We're not actually together, but... Hello. To you, we are. Yes. Um, since this is the first episode, and I am beginning the episode, I will, I will give a brief, a brief introduction into what we're doing. So the idea behind this is each each week mostly one <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of things one of us picks a thing either an album or a movie or a youtuber or a poem or whatever that we have very strong feelings about love or hate we give this to the other person without them knowing how we feel about it they mystery it's a mystery they do a review of it and then we fight about it or we are we don't Ooh. we're gonna find out so i'm excited i'm really excited too hopefully it hopefully it goes okay <laughs> oh yeah i mean we'll find out <laughs> yeah here we are this is this is what we're doing so all right for our first episode um i'm hosting because i chose the thing so the thing that mm-hmm. i chose for this week um is sid barrett's album the madcap laughs and Ooh. with that i'll turn it to you kindred cool um so i didn't know who sid barrett was and after i listened to the album through once um i obviously i went to wikipedia to find out what's going on naturally and of course he was uh part of the founder of pink floyd so my british music history is super up to date and i know a lot apparently um and i when i first listened to it and i saw the album cover which is him and I read a lot about this album because I was like, shit, I gotta know more. Um, the floor that he's on with the stripes, you know? Mm-hmm. He, that was in his house and he painted it orange and purple. Adorable. And it was him. I read it a similar really Wikipedia article. Cer- oh. Certainly the same one. Oh, shit. <laughs> if it was, if there are two different ones on Sid Barrett, <laughs> I would be so surprised. So I also oh. briefly learned that information. Oh, that's so good. Fun facts. Uh, I like that we both, to prepare for this, just read a Wikipedia article. Well, listen, I'm not going to, I wasn't going to, like, read any real music (laughs) articles because I didn't want to, like, influence my feelings, you know? Yeah, (laughs) samesies. So, so I was just forming opinions off of what I heard and also, like, the, um, I was going to say bipartisan, but that is not the word I'm looking for. Just, like, the unbiased opinion of Wikipedia, quote, unquote, unquote. Right. Okay. So, Sid Barrett founder of Pink Floyd. He did this album after Pink Floyd a little bit, before Dark Side of the Moon, though, and that's all I'd ever heard. So after I found out that he was part of Pink Floyd, well, I don't like Pink Floyd particularly, and I guess maybe I haven't given him the time of day. Have you? Are you into Pink Floyd? Is this why you are into, you recommended Sid Barrett? Um, I'm not into Pink Floyd. I have listened to Dark Side of the Moon. Um, right. And I liked it. I wasn't like, oh, my Lord. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't have very strong feelings about Pink Floyd in general. Um, I've, right. I've listened to them probably as much as, like, any person who dates a person who likes Pink Floyd. <laughs> very. Oh, does, is Josh into Pink Floyd? I wouldn't say he's into them, but he definitely likes them. Like, he's seen The Wall, yeah. and he, de- he definitely likes them. Okay. And I've, <laughs> I've heard enough to know that I'm not, like, in love with them, but I enjoy... I'm not, like, mad about Pink Floyd. I have very okay. lukewarm feelings about Pink Floyd. 
Yeah, that's it, and that's exactly it. I remember, I think, three years ago, Phoebe telling me that she really liked um, Dark Side of the Moon, mm-hmm. and I listened to it once or twice, and I was like, meh. And yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. To it again. Yeah, right. But I wasn't like, I don't know, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's like just whatever for me. Right. Um, but they have obviously been very influential on music, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody's got that shirt, so that's probably <laughs> something. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. That's my favorite review I've ever heard of Pink Floyd. (laughs) They've obviously been influential because everybody has that shirt, so, you know. God, you're so right, though. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, um, anyway, just as for the album, I listened to it the first time, and it it didn't grab me immediately. I was like, I can appreciate this, and I can tell that this man, he had had done something. But it wasn't (laughs) something that I thought... It's it's not pop, you know? Right. <laughs> and, like, and I, I don't know. I like pop music, and I think for, like, a new album, I like to have it be super catchy. I, yeah, I get what which, you're saying. You know? I think that's very understandable. Funny. That's why pop yeah. is popular. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Riley, that's a good one. That's Thanks. a really good one. <laughs> Thanks. Um, anyway, but so I, can I tell you what I think you think of it? Yeah, of course. I think that you love it. And if you don't, I'm going to be so fucking surprised. We'll find out. You're never going to tell me. All right. Well, what's your, was that your review? Yeah. Give me your review. No. Well, I've got a lot to say about each of the tracks. You are very prepared. Go for it. I will just, I'm going to sit back while you talk and then I will (laughs) jump in when you're done. Please. And jump in like in the middle. Like I've got a lot to say about the tracks. Okay. So it opens with Terrapin. And I, okay, I've listened to this album probably six times just since, like, Monday. Mm-hmm. And it opens with Terrapin, and it is, to me, an underwhelming, an underwhelming beginning to an album. And so I think that, like, the first time I listened through, I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. If this doesn't pick up, I don't know. And so I don't really have much to say about that. And then it goes to No Good Trying, and I think actually after the first track, everything else is pretty catchy. Like I found this week I had each of the other tracks stuck in my head, like at different points during the day. Mm-hmm. And I think that, hmm, I feel there are three tracks on here that I noted as I could hear their influence or Sid Barrett's influence on Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh. Because I know, know that... I was going to say, do you know if they've, like, noted him as an influence? I haven't, and I didn't look it up. Okay, great. <laughs> That's just my feeling. <laughs> um, well, because I didn't no, there's, want there's stuff to I listen to. Yeah, there's stuff I listen to that I'm like, this sounds like Paul Simon. Like, they must yep. have gotten this from, like, one of Paul Simon's albums or whatever. Right. And I mean, obviously, Sid Barrett is a big name. Not to me, but, like, <laughs> I didn't know who he was. But he you can tell that he kind of did something. Um, and I just, I want to hear your thoughts. Now I'm dying. How are we supposed to have a conversation? I gotta know, girl. Kindred, this is the whole premise of the damn show, (laughs) is that you review a thing while I sit here quietly, and then we talk about it. All right, fine. Okay. (laughs) You don't have um, to go track by track if you want. We can do that later if you want. You can give me more of, like, a general what you think and then maybe we can go track by track ooh ooh that's that would be fun for me okay well let's let's do that then give me your overall and then we'll i'll tell you what i think and then we'll do our thing 
this is just working out swimmingly. <laughs> um, at first, I was underwhelmed, and today, five days later, after listening to it multiple times, I can say that I will keep it in my Spotify library because I highly enjoyed it. It was like, and my initial, my initial thoughts of them not being um, super catchy because they're not pop, mm-hmm. very wrong because they are all super catchy. And when like each track would come up, um, and I wanted to listen to the song, and yeah. sometimes with albums like you know after their single in like the middle of the album which on this one was octopus uh-huh like after that i always get kind of bored because i'm like well that's the one i wanted to hear right yeah that's what we're <laughs> which, here for right and octopus isn't even the most catchy on the album mm-hmm. in, uh, in my humble opinion <laughs> <laughs> what one do you think is most, most catchy just out of curiosity um i really like um gotta look at my notes um the one oh here i go yeah oh that's a really like yep. um okay you were right <laughs> surprise surprise i love this album like love love I'm so love glad. <laughs> um, I'm so glad. this was one of the albums that like of course josh introduced it to me like most mm-hmm. things um right most music at least and uh-huh. and i immediately was just like Okay, I only listened to this for a month. Right. I, I, actually, today was the first time I ever looked up the lyrics, because I was like, these are some weird lyrics. Like, I wonder what he's saying. And looking up the lyrics today, I was like, they're fucking weird. (laughs) They are. They're super weird. Also, I need to learn to not say like so much, but I'm just going, going. You know what? It's like, we're 13, and I just said it, so it's fine. But yours made sense. Anyways. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really, really love this album. I think it's really um, compelling in a way that, like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I think it is very catchy and very fun and very uh, mm-hmm. infectious. Yeah. But it's not, like, super approachable, and I don't think it's, like... Right. Most of the time, I'll get really stuck on something... Um, because the lyrics are really compelling to me, and I, uh-huh. I can relate with the lyrics somehow. Yes. But this one is really, like, lyrically... I don't think it's lyrically weak, but it's not right. li- lyrically, like, masterful to me. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. I com- and I think that's yeah. initially my... What I found with the weaknesses, mm-hmm. or, like, my thinking, oh, I'm not going to really like this, is because of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I The first time I, hear, I heard... Um, I think if it's in you, the one where he rhymes Henrietta with go getter and letter, which I love so much. Yes, it's fantastic. Yeah. But um I think the first time I heard that I was like, What are these lyrics? I don't know. Yeah, I was like, they I, do I, seem like they're kind of created just for the sound, which I I've come to be able to appreciate in music is kind of when it's just right. there for the sound and not necessarily right. like the lyrics. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, so um you got it right. I Thank love you. I love this album. Thank you. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I was I listening to it I felt like it could go either way. I was like Kindred will either yes. be into this or she'll be like, This is bad <laughs> <laughs> Right. And I and I could totally see that too. Like the first yeah. time through I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna land on this. Yeah, because it is there is a lot of like weirdness. Um uh-huh. and I don't know if you wanna start going track by track, but um when I was 
reading about the album today, which I yeah. I had studied a little bit about it. Um, must have been like 2013-ish, because mm-hmm. um, I know I was working at INL. Uh, right. And that's when I was just listening to music like eight hours a day. Yeah. But I remember studying a little bit into it because I was just like, what is, like, what's with this? <laughs> How have I right. never heard of this and who is this guy? Because I didn't right. know who Sid Barrett was either because he was only in Pink Floyd for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't in their, like, their big years. Right, exactly. And so I was like, who's Sid Barrett? What is this? Um, so looking it up today, I didn't know, but it took them like three I think just two years, actually. Two years to actually get all the tracks, like, recorded. Yeah. Did you read about it at yeah, all? I did, yes. And it was just, the like... The Wikipedia article. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just, <laughs> It was just, like, a really... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sid is sad. And I think... Um, he made me so sad reading about him. Yeah, and I think that's something that uh, maybe makes this album, like, more interesting to me for better Mm -hmm. or for worse I don't know but the fact that he was like such a tortured dude and just it's just sad like reading about him like he he loves music and he starts all these bands and one of them starts to get really big and then he starts doing a lot of psychedelic drugs and kind of uh-huh. It's always debatable if he had schizophrenia or not who knows but he starts to just kind of like lose his mind which is it's it's nuts I was reading about it and I read about, you know, him and him being, um, yeah, the debate over the schizophrenia. But there are, like, uh, and then after that, I read the lyrics to the tracks. Mm-hmm. And I could see in a couple songs, like... Where they just don't make the sense. The mental illness being hinted at. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't know. It was, like, a, it was great. Like, I enjoyed reading through the lyrics. Yeah. And they're, I don't know. They were still poetic. Well, yeah, that's they the thing... I think that's the thing that's really interesting to me is there's this guy mm-hmm. who is basically like non-functional anymore. It, at least that's right. how people make it sound. But he, right. over the course of a couple of years, can somehow produce this album that's yeah. like great, fantastic. Yeah, like because yeah. when I initially heard it, I was just like, "This is fun." I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then you, I don't think you'd ever. I don't know. But then there's all those weird parts where he's like stumbling and. Yeah. I don't know. It's really, uh, it's just compelling for a lot of reasons to me, and that's one of them. Is yeah. that it's this guy who's kind of clinging on to music as like the only right. thing he can like still do. And obviously, I this is me saying this. I don't know him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is rumors <laughs> right. and hearsay or whatever. Right. But like my interpretation of it is just kind of this is like this is all he's good at. Right. Even as he kind yeah. of is just struggling with like his mental state and right but i i genuinely Um, love the music just as music also yes i completely agree and as for like him being or seeming kind of sad and not being compelling i thought i really like the i like the cover art a lot because i can like i don't know it's strange and you could tell i guess i felt a little bit sad because like you know like even though he had so many so many struggles or whatever he still was putting his heart into this mm-hmm. even though he was apparently hard to work with or whatever and whatever everybody else said yeah well he was but still they... like an artist who really right yeah i i get what you're saying so i don't know um the one track um love you mm-hmm. the the third one mm-hmm. um 
the first time I heard it, and now even the tenth time I've heard it, I think it sounds like something out of Bugsy Malone, and it's my oh my god, thing. <laughs> it's like I can just see the entire little Scott Baio singing it while lip syncing to it, and right. I just it brings me a lot of joy. <laughs> That's like, a reference that should get dropped more often. That's great. Oh. We should all drop Bugsy Malone references every day. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I can totally see that. I was <clears throat> going back to the lyrics. Um, uh-huh. When I was looking over everything today, I thought it was really interesting that, like, every song lyrically is focused on an outside person. Yeah, yeah. Like, really strongly. I'm trying to th- I think uh-huh. there was one track that's maybe not. Um mm. But I don't remember because I didn't write oh, anything um, down. Oh, I wrote a little bit down, and I wrote down um, from the song "Long Gone." Mm-hmm. I wrote down the line. Now I'm gonna read it to you because I re- it really like I love it, and it was a little bit haunting. Mm-hmm. But he says, um, "And I stood very still by the windowsill, and I wondered for those I love still, and I cried in my mind where I stand behind the beauty of love's in her eyes." So like mm-hmm. that moment, I don't know. I like that. That line really stuck out to me. And yeah, like, there's definitely, like, a theme of, like, um, fear of, like, abandonment. Yeah. I would say. Except there's the one the one where he goes after the girl's sister. <laughs> because he doesn't want to <laughs> be left alone, question mark? I don't know. I, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, she didn't like his music, so. I know, that song is so, like, it's funny to me, because to me, that's, like, the dopiest song, like, oh, yeah. on the record. Oh, yeah. It's so, like, a break of tone all of a sudden to just be like Mm -hmm. but i love it it's a great song oh yeah here i go fantastic (laughs) don't you know it's so great yeah it is kind of (laughs) catchy it's awesome it's just perfect well i want to hear what you had to say um track by track if you would track by track yeah i think i don't have everything i don't have stuff on every track that's but on most of them okay so the first note I have is the Bugsy Malone track, which yeah. I just, I love. And then uh, Dark Globe is one of the Central Milk Hotel, oh, like, no, inspired. My, my dogs oh, are barking. puppies, puppies, puppies. Wait. Puppy break. They might be done. Okay, can you start that over? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's going to happen, fine. and I probably should lock them out, but I, I, I did it's it. It's fine. We can just, I hear dogs on podcasts all the time. Um, no, so Dark Globe is one of the Neutral Milk Hotel, like, inspired ones. Mm-hmm. You can hear, like, the chord progressions, which I know there are only so many chords, and I know that not all music is original, but I guess if I looked it up, I would I would guess that the one in the aeroplane over the sea was inspired, because I could hear uh, in Dark Globe, mm-hmm. and I could hear it in Feel. And then in Late Night which is the last track, um, I just wrote that it seemed like Neutral Milk Hotel lyrically. I didn't write any of the lyrics down, but I remember thinking that I think it was similar to... I don't remember Neutral Milk Hotel in the aeroplane over the sea. I haven't listened to it in a couple years. Yeah, but it was, like, but, reminiscent. Yeah, but it was reminiscent. I'm but looking up the, the lyrics right now because um, I want to look at them. Well, so I hope I hope that my notes were right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Was it the one where he says uh, something about kissing you yeah. is... Always be a very special thing to me. Yep, exactly. That one. 
that one. I don't know. It reminded me of, I think it reminded me of Two-Headed Boy Part Dos, which mm-hmm. is... Oh, the, one of my favorites. It's so, so good. And I mean, like I said, haven't heard it in years, but it made me want to listen to it. Um, mm. But on the track Golden Hair, which is, I'm sure you saw, was written by a poet that I can't remember. James Joyce, but, girl. Thank you. I was going to say Lord Byron, and that's not right. Um, (laughs) Lord Byron. But, um, the first time I heard it, I kept, because of the breaks before he does, like, the rhyming part, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I kept making up rhymes, and so now the way I hear it is, I hear the first two lines, and he, that, you know, he says, lean out your window, golden hair, I heard you singing in the midnight air, and then... Then the rest of the song, I just keep rhyming there, so I just go, my book is closed, over there. Watching the fire dance, over there. I've oh my left God. my book, over there. Those I heard rhymes. you singing, over there. No, I'm rhyming there to, to the air and the hair, because... Okay, sure. <laughs> tell me that there and air don't rhyme, Riley. No, that's, tell I me. just saying there three times is not... <laughs> Well, it's just, like, it works so perfectly, like, yeah, for every line, just, like, over there. It's like, whoa, these lyrics... You need I to give old, old James Joyce a call. <laughs> you, you're like, listen, uh, I know how this is supposed to be. Uh, listen, this is how rhymes work. <laughs> and you're wrong. And you're, you're very wrong. wrong. I think that's... I think I've touched on all the little things I wanted to touch on. I didn't write, like, an essay or anything, because I'm not in school. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> when I was in school, I didn't write essays. Yeah, you did more so. than I did. I planned on, like, sitting down and taking notes of everything, and I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'll let Kendra yeah. handle that. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. I'll do it, I like for, doing the I'll heavy do it for, my, for my week. Yeah, That's I'm, good. That's good. I'm looking out now, um, just looking at the lyrics and mm-hmm. being reminded that, like, I just love these songs. Yeah. Yes. Like, they're just... I love all of them. Yeah. Um... I think it's interesting. I, I get where you're coming from with Terrapin, the first one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but if my Google search is correct, yes, uh, Terrapin is a turtle. It's a kind of turtle. Oh, is that what it is? So I think that's pretty cute that it is like a slow start. Um, well, and he talks about fish in it, which I he does, which yeah. I liked reading about. I was like, oh, those are the lyrics. Yeah, I oh. actually I love that song, and I think maybe that's why I initially loved this album is because it starts this way with this really slow, like bumbling. I really love you, right? And I mean you. you. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always I just I don't know. It's so. I guess, like, all of his music, honestly, Mm -hmm. it's, like, pretty hypnotic. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. I'm really interested to hear, I guess he released another album the same year as this one? Mm, Really? Yeah. (laughs) It Um, took him three years to do this one. (laughs) (laughs) So there's one just called Barrett, I believe. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm really interested to check that out and see, like, what that is like, because I don't know. I just, I really love this, and I'm surprised I haven't yet. Yeah, I was gonna, if I had to guess, I would have said that you had listened to it, but... I hadn't. I even own own this one on vinyl, The Madcap oh. Laughs. Like, that's how well, much, that's how into it I got. That's fantastic. Well, when you're spinning at the club or whatever, like... <laughs> yeah, I need to have it on hand when I'm spinning at the club or whatever. Can you imagine spinning this at the club and people, like, just, like, stop? I mean, Dude, I'm not yeah. in a club ever, but... 
<laughs> They're like, wait. I think, wait. um, what's that one? Uh, probably Octopus would be a good club song. Yeah, I think, I think people could get dancey to it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I think gold, I'd dance to golden it. Golden hair afterwards. Oh my god, just like bring it down a couple notches. <laughs> Exciting! That was a fun first episode because I was I was actually good. hoping that you would hate it and that I could be like really like no it's good I swear no, no listen I damn it I'm so sorry that I've disappointed disappointed you next time <laughs> yeah hopefully next time this this sounds like a good segue into you introducing what I will be listening to, or oh, watching perfect and hopefully we'll fight about that I. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. Simply for listenership, mm-hmm. which is me. It's just me. I'm our only listener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no. So, listeners out there, uh, Riley is going to be watching the movie Atonement, starring Keira Knightley and um, James McAvoy. I'm pulling that out of my ass. I don't actually. I think that's his name. <laughs> um, uh, I'm also gonna pull out of my ass the year it was made. 2007. It might have been 2008. And I'm also going to say uh, it's won a couple Academy Awards. Mm. That atonement? That atonement? Uh, Riley, I'm making all of this up, except for the Keira Knightley. And the <laughs> except for definitely Keira Knightley's in it. <laughs> except for definitely Keira Knightley's in it. So um, we're going to get together and um, I, look, I look forward to hearing what you have to say about it. So. I, I haven't watched it yet. I've been meaning to. But I will... You'll get there probably tomorrow I'm gonna watch that and I really hope I have really strong feelings and I really hope they're opposite to yours because I just think that's so exciting I know one day um, we will land on if, if they're if it's if your feelings aren't one day we'll get there yeah but I also I'm I am genuinely glad that you liked this album because yes I genuinely love it and that's cool when people like things and, together and I've already recommended it to Ben <laughs> So I'm already passing it on. <laughs> nice. Well, I guess should we should we call it a this is a short one, I guess, but maybe we'll call I guess. it. I guess. Is there anything I else think you wanted to it. say? Um, I think that we need to come up with a closing catchphrase. We oh. just have to say like Okay, I think you should do it right now. Okay. Um step on the right side of the street when you're walking to the bread shop. Is that a good one? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was that makes no sense. <laughs> But I like it, so... Thanks. Well, we don't have to stick with it. You can come all up right. next week. All right, all of our listeners, just don't forget to step on the right side of the street when you're walking to the bread shop. <laughs> you're right. That, it sounds terrible. It sounds bad. That's all I got to say about that, I guess. Um, yeah, no, we'll come up with something better. Anyways. Okay, cool. All right, next week. All See right. you next week. Bye. Bye.